next legacy. All right, all right. That's my girl. That's my girl. Okay, we are here. We are live. This is Charles. I am Brandon Madison of Next Legacy Radio, and I have my beautiful guest. And my beautiful guest, I'm going to tell a quick story for the people out there that's listening, will be listening, all that good stuff. Look, um, have pretty close ties to my homegirl, Thug Missy. Shout out to her, Bay Area repping. So she hit me on a tag on, on a, you know, on a function that was going on. So I was able to take a look at Jay DeFrancia's profile. So I'm like, all right, she's a singer. Let me, let me check her out. She's, you know, okay. Uh, Heard a couple songs and I got I got captivated immediately. Um, not just the beautiful the beautiful voice that's coming out of this woman's you know soul, but the way she carries it, soft yet strong, um, but also beautifully put together, orchestrated. Everything else that came with it. It's very few artists that I can say I get chills when I listen to specific songs and and this woman brought it. And, and I and I became captivated, and I became not just a fan, but a supporter. Someone who I feel like at the end of all days, you know, you gotta you gotta kind of take a look and see what people are actually out there doing, as opposed to not just how somebody looks, um, you know, what they what they drive, how things are. It's just the body of work and the soul music that is created. And I want to welcome not just. Jade DeFrancia, a.k.a. Jade, the songwriter. She is brought to you by com. The website has everything, y'all, from up-and-coming shows to music, the project. Streaming is available as well on all platforms. And I have a beautiful Jade on Next Legacy Radio. Jade, Jade, Jade is here. Jade is here. <laughs> What's up, girl? What's up? <laughs> I love the intro. Thank you so much. Yes. Hey. You got it all. Jade, I'm fired up. I'm fired up for a lot yeah. of reasons, Jade. I'm fired up. I'm, <laughs> I'm fired up. I'm fired up because not only, hey, too. thank you. Listen, listen, you better feed off this energy, girl. We are good. We are good. And listen, and check it out. I want to thank you, not just for taking the time to hang out with me and the listeners and the people who will be listening everywhere, but, you know, right off top, before I even ask any questions, just, you know, Thank you for putting in the work because the work is relentless. A lot of it, you know, could be thankless too in a lot of occasions, but a lot of people don't know what comes out of the three or four minute songs is a, you know, hours on hours on end of preparation, um, creativity that, that comes with it. Um, and just, you know, effort. And, and I want to say thank you for everything that you are building right now, not just for yourself, but you giving it up to your base of fans, people that know you and is getting to know you. So thank you. You're welcome. And um, I don't want you. Funny because it's funny because I have a hard time saying you're welcome because you know some people will compliment you and then I just have this awkward response and then <laughs> one day my my coworker was like, sometimes you just got to say you're welcome. And because there's so much more coming after that, and you just have to just take yeah. it when you get it. So you're welcome. <laughs> hey, Jay, we gotta we gotta give you your flowers 
on on a regular basis. Not just because you know what it's uh, it's seven o'clock on the West Coast time. It's time for me to give Jay flowers. Nah, it's got to be continuous. It's got to be authentic. It's got to be organic. It's got to come from a place of appreciation. And I just think that you know a lot of people who will be listening to this is gonna is gonna take note and just want to do the same thing and go to your website or go to your social media platforms and just go support. And and that's what I want everybody to do. So, you know, Jay, this is the beginning of more flowers sent to you on a regular basis. So get ready. Get ready. I'm get ready. ready. You've been uh, giving me flowers I, every day for the, the last few days, and I just so appreciate you. I'm, I'm, uh, listen, we, we ain't even scratched the surface on none of this. So, you know, it's an honor and a privilege to have you here. Um, Jade is brought to you by jadethefranchise.com. And um, for the people out there who's going to get to know you after this is all said and done, I want. I, how, how did you get started doing music? I started singing when I was five years old. My grandparents taught me how to sing a handful of Vietnamese songs, and I was singing them at temple and at a lot of weddings. I was that five, six-year-old wedding singer. And then mm. one day I just realized that songwriting was just sentences with a melody. And I challenged my uncle to give me a sentence that I couldn't sing. And that next thing you know, I was singing about pizza and the mailman and whatever else <laughs> came out of his mouth. <laughs> and I was so excited. And so I called up my my friend down the street and I was like, let's write a song. And I was eight years old at the time. I know it's it was a stupid song. I can kind of remember the lyrics right now. But ever since then, it's always been me, my pen, my guitar, and a, and a pad. And it's been the most, you know, therapeutic uh, gift I could ever have received. All right. I, I got I to gotta say this. So, you know, tapping into your childhood right now. So five years old, you was like, all right, you was put in front and center. You were singing. You didn't have a problem being on stage or being at a function where people can be able to hear your voice. That's great. But who does this at eight years old, want to collab with somebody else down the street and go write a song? Who does that? <laughs> Jay does. That's who does. That's who does. Do you know what, what, the, what the song was about, though? It was definitely about a boy. I, I, I think it was about not liking a boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wow. Hey, oh, you know what? Just you know, as as we're all getting to know you, I know a lot of people out there are probably like, "Yo, this is this is great," because you know they tapping into their inner youth as far as when it hit or clicked for them. So as a, as a young as a young young lady trying to figure it out and get it going or whatever, when when did it? As you got older, when did it hit to the point where you were like, you know what? This is this is what I'm put on this earth to do. Yeah, I was working a job in Hayward, and every single day at about one thirty, I get really tired. I still, to this day, get really tired right around one thirty, two o'clock, and mm -hmm. I take naps. I am a power napper. That is my superpower. Hey. And, yep. Those 15 <laughs> minutes are freaking bliss. <laughs> the moment my eyes close, there is not a second that goes by that I'm wondering if I'm going to fall asleep anytime soon. I just go straight. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Yes. And I noticed that every single time I did it, 
I was hearing songs, full songs. I'm talking lyrics, melody, instruments, and I can capture it all. And it was in all genres, in all mm-hmm. voices, and God kept on giving me these songs. And I was thinking to myself, I hadn't written a song for a while. I was like, well, it's God, if you want me to write songs, I imagine this is what you would do. So let me just continue on my journey of writing songs. But yeah. I was writing, I was writing one day, and next thing you know, I had a gun to my head. Uh, and I just remember thinking, I can't die today because I still have all of my songs in Dropbox. And so mm. when the two met, that mo- those two moments kind of met is when I realized I had to fully pursue it. Wow. I mean, you blended something in there that's like, ultra personal, not just the, you know what I'm saying, when did it click as far as, you know, singing, but also, um, you know, a life moment that could have shifted in a lot of different ways. So navigating through life is, you know, I always look at it like this when, you know, when you get hit with a moment and it doesn't have to be a bad one, it could be a good one, it could be challenging, whatever the case may be, something is telling you that you are here for more than what you've realized. And I mean, I kind of take that as a moment where it's just like, you know what, you still are on this earth, Jay, to build, to do something. And using this opportunity as um, a gifted, not just singer, but songwriter, we're going to talk about songwriting and stuff like that too later. But um, I, I, I also feel like it's a gift. You're here for a reason and not just, you know, for yourself. I feel like you have a beautiful voice. Everybody out there, I'm telling y'all, if y'all go, you know, on Apple, go search Jay, the songwriter, or go to the website. And I'm telling y'all, y'all hear this woman's voice. Y'all are going to be amazed by not just how beautiful um, and talented the voice is, but the the body of work that this woman has already. And it's just, you know, it's it's. I appreciate you sharing that, not just, you know, for the listeners, but also um, for people out there who's searching, right, trying to find, you know, why am I here? Um, what is it that I need to do in order for me to be a better me? And I think, you know, you found it, right? Mm-hmm. You hit it right on the spot. And I think that's important for the people out there, you know, who's, who's, who's just really in, in that, in that situation where it is. And, and, and to me, I think it's great. And, I, and I'm, and I'm talking Jade about just, you found it. You, you know what? I'm on this earth. To, to, to sing and give this to the public. Because I always look at it like this, Jay, that, you know, every song that you put out there to the people, you give pieces of yourself, every single song, every single moment, every single time. Um, does it come easy to you now just being able to be that, not just voice, but also a songwriter in, in the midst of it all as well? Yes, it's very easy for me to be a songwriter in the midst of it all. (laughs) When you say, you know, who does that at the age of eight, I do that. And I still do that to this day. I have challenged myself to be able to write with anybody from like a 60 year old white guy to a poet in Florida to a depressed uh, high schooler to 12, eight to 18 year olds. Um, I just wrote a song with a, a class. And 
constant in my life to be able to write with anybody and break a lot of cherry and and um what is the what is the word I'm looking for um when you when you pop a cherry (laughs) like there's a lot of songwriters that have never written with somebody before so I've been I pop cherries all the time (laughs) listen listen you (laughs) there is no other way other than that right there so hey if that's it then there you have it that's what's up so um your songwriting skills I mean I feel like let's let's put that out for in in the front as well like i feel like a lot of people should recognize that talent as well like what gets you in a specific mood to write specific mood songs like you know do you have to feel romantic in order for you to write a romantic song or do you feel like it is just mood driven that that inspires you just to kind of you know what let me put this pen and this piece of paper down and and create some magic you know, I love it so much, and I do it throughout my day, whether it's morning, night, in the car, with people on Zoom, not on Zoom. It's part of my daily lifestyle, and if I have been running around doing mommy things and doing my 9 to 5 and I need to get into the mood, yes, I'll take a, a few puffs, and I'll go to my car and just tell my husband, hey, I just need, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, however long, so I can capsule mm-hmm. my thoughts. But at the end of the day, something always comes out when when you take time to develop or make something or create something. Even if it's just one line, you know, you make progress yeah. every single time. And you get better at it um, the more that you do it. So there's no... There's no place I have to be or thing I have to do. It's more so just a part of who I am. So how has how has the creativity been for you? Not just being creative and putting out singles and uh, albums and things like that or whatnot, but just how have you navigated through a very crowded arena called music? That is a great question. It's a very crowded arena for sure, but I come with a very specific lens. I come from a very specific space in the sense that I just want to write as much as I can in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. I want to collaborate as much as I can and everything else will fall into place. And it's easy to kind of get overwhelmed by other people's talents and everyone's mm, gifts, you know? Yeah. But I I often have to go back to, okay, well, I love doing what I do. I get a high off of it. This is my playground. You know, mommy gets to play. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I, I... go back and forth too on like how much money, how much music costs, you know, and whether or not I should throw in the towel because, you know, I have to mix and master a song. I have to go into the studio. I have to, you know, do a video, music video. And I'm like, when am I ever going to see this return? But at the same time, it's, it's an investment in who I am and who I'm developing myself to be all the experiences I get to have and all the people I get to meet in the, in the process. And it's magical at the end of the day to, to see your vision come true and to work with such 
amazing people who who right. also see the vision and who want to who want to assist with it um but i ask i tell myself you know i just enjoy it way too much to ever let it go so i'm going to just keep on doing what i do and hopefully hopefully the world will see the effort that's involved and and reap and i'll reap the rewards one day <laughs> But I'm well, just I, I here feel to like enjoy the process. I feel like it's coming. Jay, it, I feel like it's coming, and uh, Jay DeFrancia, aka Jay, Jay the songwriter, is my guest on Nick Legacy Radio. And I feel like it's, I feel like it's coming for this reason. I feel like you pour as much as yourself into what you do in your craft. Um, I, I'm just giving you my my experience listening to you for the very first time, and I rank it up there with listening. I remember where I was and what I was on, who I was listening to, and 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 who I was with when I heard Mariah Carey's Vision of Love. When I heard that, I know exactly where I was. I was in school, this, that, and the other. Um, now, here we are in 2023. I can tell you where I was when I first heard Lights On by Jay, the songwriter. Oh! You know what I'm saying? I, I, have these, I have these moments again. And I say, and I'm keeping it solid, Jay, I don't get chills like that with everybody. Everybody has a specific. They may be great. Don't get me wrong; they may be great, but sometimes that sometimes that so, that soul stirring moment from a voice, from a song, lights on was one of those visions I love. Not every dream is jaded. Is to me, I always feel like you know you can be able to dial it back and you can be able to appreciate what a person does, and it may not come in the form of worldwide attention as of yet. But I'm telling you, you keep chipping away at what you do and how you do it. It's going to be amazing to be able to see the evolution of it all as well. And I think that's important for people to, not just for yourself, but other people to really get and um, and just really gravitate to it. I, I, I just choose, like, I'm a music guy, Jade. I feel like, you know, I, I can roll back a whole bunch of, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about just, you know, how the game is right now and how, you know, it should be or how you want it to be, what the vision looks like. But everybody is doing something for a reason you're doing something for a reason for this moment right here for you to be able to connect with the listeners because of how authentic you are and sometimes we need that more than the fluff that we get right now you know what i'm saying because the game's different they're going to tell a whole different tale but you carry it so differently that i love to see that jay does not sound like someone else you have your own and i gotta respect that so my question jay with this when you started developing your your technique and your style of singing and putting things together did you have a specific flavor in mind or you were like you know what i'm just gonna you know if i feel like i need to hit a ballad then i'm gonna hit it or if i need to do a mid-tempo i'm gonna hit it or if i'm gonna do an up-tempo i'm gonna hit it did you have a specific flavor when you first started singing No, I wouldn't say I had a specific flavor. I so the album Not Every Dream is Dated, I recorded one song at a time in the exact order that is on the album. Wow. And I took eight trips to LA and my producer was constantly sending me these tracks and every single one of them I loved. And mm -hmm. he ended up producing, I think, seven to eight songs on this album. And I just kept on writing to them. Like, he'd send me a track. I'd love it. I'd write to it. Send me another track. And it just kept on evolving 
very organically. And then as I was, you know, recording them, producing them, listening back to them, I was showing them to a friend and I must have had like four done. And he was like, Jade, you have a sound. Now I hear what the sound is. And I'm like, you're right. I never even thought of that. It is, it is evolving and it's coming together and it's very soulful. It's definitely R&D. It's got some 90s vibes in it. But I write on my guitar mostly. And right. I also have a very deep connection with my Vietnamese roots and how strong lyrics are because of the war and everything that happened back there. And so yeah. I just come from a much more vulnerable kind of space when it comes to my songwriting. Yeah. And I feel that though, like, you know, when I, when I hear like, you know, I, I love touch me all over. Don't, don't get me wrong. I keep mentioning light song cause that's a favorite of mine too. But mm. um, it's just like I told you, like to start this, this interview is you, you have such a, vulnerable vibe but yet strong you know what i mean like it's not just one of those where it's just like you give in to every like emotion you carry that strength but also you have that vulnerability in a lot of your specific songs or whatnot and that that's your tone like your tone carries it as such you don't sound like you know your your emotions is so in check with what you do it's it's really appreciated to to hear and it's something very unique that I feel like a lot of people should really just tap into and pay attention. So, you know, I have to acknowledge when, when, when someone's doing great with how they're carrying it and, and their and their style of music and how they go about it and that's a beautiful thing. Listening to you talk about like your experiences in the studio when you were getting tracks, I think is important. So for the people out there who is I guess Jay, just trying to find a niche or style, what would you say to them? when it comes to this? Is it more about being authentic and being yourself? Or is it like, you know, just, just let the listeners know your thoughts on it. Cause people are trying to, you know what? I want to sound like Nicki Minaj or I want to sound like Beyonce or whatever, but just be yourself. Right. <laughs> being yourself is a lot of effort. I must admit, I, d I didn't know who I sounded like. People would ask me, Oh, who do you sound like? What is, what is your genre of music? You know? And to this day, I don't even know who I sound like. Not only that, but I haven't really ever heard another Vietnamese girl on the radio or on in American music in general. So I don't have a point of reference, really. And then my genre of music, because I write in so many genres, I don't have that either. Um, but for recording, I would say that... Uh, one, I practiced a lot. Um, I would always record myself singing the entire song front to back a hundred times um, before I went into the vocal booth. And the main reason was because I was recording myself and then listening back and, and trying to find what I like and where I wanted to change it. And so it's really about finding who you are and what you like your voice to sound like. And then from there, I must admit, I'm a top line songwriter, which means that I write the main melody in a song. My best okay. friend, Brooke, is so good with harmonies. She, I would have, I would record the demo and then she would come in and rip all the harmonies 
lay down like eight tracks in like 30 minutes to an hour. And all of a sudden, the whole song comes together. In the recording booth, I have my producer play back her, her harmonies, and I would duplicate them. And I would mm. practice all the harmonies, too, in advance. Um, but he would just play it, I would do it, and then we continue on. Sometimes we would change it. Sometimes we, we omit it. Uh, sometimes we migrate harmonies from one place to the other. But it was just a great... Uh, a template to use for creating a full song. And I would say, too, though, that that pushed me very far because she has a very high register. And wow. she made me do she made me do acrobatics in the studio and hit notes that I never would have even imagined or dreamed of hitting. But, you know, I would go in there and I'd always feel like, I was taking a college exam. Like, I don't know if I'm going to make it out alive. <laughs> yeah. I'll be praying. I'll be asking my, my friends to pay for me. Like, please, please make sure I get through this. And my, my producer, he was so patient with me. And we would pray before every session. But he'd always just remember how many, how many, uh, battles we've already won. We're like we're we're eight for eight right now. Come on, you got it. We're on number nine, and it's the hardest song on the uh, album. And every single song is always <laughs> the hardest song on the album. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, it was really just pushing yourself to the limit and and being open and being flexible and asking others for assistance for their ear, you know, and being with the right people. So yeah. it's a combination wow. of it all. And, and I love the flexibility of that. And Jay DeFrancia, a.k.a. Jay, the songwriter, is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. And um, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned you're, you're very um, diverse when it comes to specific genres of music because I don't see you fitting in just a, a specific category. Like, like I said, as a fan of music, not just someone that's interviewing you as well, I don't see you as just R&B and soul or pop or whatever it is that wants to be called because you are your own person. You don't need to sound like somebody else or, you know what, oh, you remind me of so-and-so. Nah, just the fact that you have your own individual sound, you're going to have all these young, young aspiring people who want to be just like Jay to be like, you know what, I want to sound just like Jay. Oh, you know what, let me stop for a minute. Jay wants me to sound like myself and then be that creative person so you can be able to take it to another level. So you're going to be on that front line just letting all these other young aspiring people to be able to just be themselves at the end of the day because you're going to wind up getting more attention that way. And, Jay, it's going to last longer, right? Mm-hmm, because you're one of one. That self-mastery is no joke. Right. you got to do right. you. Mm-hmm. But you have, to, you have to like what you're doing. Not anybody right. else. Everything That's else, right. everyone else will feel like a big rejection letter. But you have mm -hmm. to like it. Because, you know, one day somebody like like Charles will come and be like, yo, I really peep your shit. <laughs> exactly. You know, and exactly. give you your flowers. But it's not happening, you know, every single day, you know. But and you know, when it does they, happen, it's, it's important. It's, it's not supposed to. 
it's not supposed to happen right away. Like, or if you get, you know how, you know how it is, you get something too quick, you may not be able to appreciate it for what it really is. And sometimes it's a slow burn, right? Before it becomes an inferno, you're going to start seeing all these embers. You're going to start seeing a little flame and you're going to start seeing grow. It's going to grow more and then it's going to turn into what it's going to right now. And, and I think it's a, it's a testament to the fact that you're invested in not just yourself, but also giving back your gift that you was put on this earth to do. And I think it's dope. So, um, Jay, with that being said, how, how are you navigating? I already talked about how we, how we navigate through the music industry and it's crowded and you're, you're doing, in my opinion, you're doing what it is that you're supposed to do right now. You're, you're growing an organic fan base. Speaking of that, how do you feel about or what are your thoughts on just trying to be able to do music and deal with the thing that we call social media right now? Yeah. So I'm so glad you asked me this question. I believe I I live by this sort of credo where it's not a person problem, it's a process problem. And what I mean by that is you make a game plan, and you just follow and execute. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens, whatever happens, happens. If people don't comment, if people don't like, or if they do, you know, but you have to make a plan and execute, and that's what I really focus on. Social media okay. is a beast, and you're always going to yeah. compare yourself to the next best person, but I remember thinking about this on Sunday night. I was like, you know what? Okay, I know that I really admire these three people on social media. But damn, I'm going to put myself up there too because I am doing it. I'm doing my best. And that says a lot, you know? Yep. So at the end of the day. And you are. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And at the end of the day, I like who I am. I like who I am on social media, who I am in my stories, who I like, who I am in my posts. And it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks. And I know people say that a lot of times, but I do. I genuinely do. Because it's the best that I can give. It's the most time that I have to offer. You see me. I start posting at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning because when I hop onto onto the elliptical, (laughs) I first listen to a sermon and then, and then I do all my posting and then I don't, I don't really check social media during the day except for in the mornings at that time when my mind is fresh and I have a game plan to execute. Jay, you know what's trip? Like, you know, listen, social media, I always feel like it's it's a blessing and a curse. It's a platform. We use it, to me, we we should use it for good, but it's been also been used for evil, which we all know. Um, I I don't take <laughs> Jay. I don't take it serious for this reason. Ever since I found out that people can actually buy their friends and like and likes on social media, I was like, oh, it's a wrap. I'm done. I there's no way I'm going to compete with some organic or made up likes or whatever it is. So here's what I do, and I do the same thing you do. I put what I need to put out there. Whoever is going to respond, then that means they are actually real and not authentic. And you can tell the difference between the ones who's real and who's fake, and that's fine. And But at the same time, I just, you know, I use it as a vessel. And whoever wants to come on board and be a part of this vessel and get this energy, Jay, then that means 
you know what? You are a Jadaholic, and you could go ahead and come tap in and check what I do moving forward. And same thing with Next Legacy, same thing. And that, to me, it separates the, the real from the fake, Jade. And, that, and that's all I'm trying to say, because I just think that that's, it gives you an opportunity to see what's on one side of the fence, and they're like, you know what? I'm cool. I don't want that side. I'll stick with what I got, which is my real people. Shout out to them, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Amen. Yes, and that's the other point, too, is I can look at somebody else's social media and see how many comments they have or how many likes they have. And at the same time, you have to know your love language, you know? Mm-hmm. My love language is quality time. All of my relationships are offline. Yep. Actually, most of my friends that are really close to me, they, don't, they hardly use social media. And if they do, they post on it like once every three months. So yeah. I know that's not where my tribe is at. And when I do a show, guess what? They're the ones who are there. And I'm feeling the seat. So whatever happens on social media happens, you know? <laughs> yep. yep. You got to know it. your lane. You got to know your strength. You got to know, like, okay, if that's, if that's the case, then I got to text or I got to phone call my folks to come. Yeah. But one more thing about that, one more thing about this whole entire conversation actually is that one of the best things that comes out of you doing what you love is being able to talk about it with people. And not right. just, like, brush the surface, like, oh, how's your music going? Oh, it's, it's, it's good. You know, I'm still trying. No, it's like they're asking me questions like, oh, how's your band going? What is it like? How do you manage? You know, like, and I get to go into all the ins and outs of how I do all of that. And it's much right. more fun talking about your passions and your dreams and your goals than it is talking about all the other stuff. Tell it, Jay. Oh, tell you. the truth. Tell it, Jay. <laughs> Jay's are telling the truth, you. y'all. Jay's are keeping it solid. I love it. I love it. Jay DeFrancia, a.k.a. Jay, the songwriter, is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. And I, I think when it comes to just the culture of music, I've always been, you know, in a sense, like, all right, I've been given so much because of music. I can create memories because of music. I feel empowered when I listen to or can sing along to, you know, certain music. And it means a lot to me. It means everything to me. That's why I do what I do now, because it it gives you an extension of who you are and who you can be, Um, because there's so many people who have lived for specific parts of times when it comes to music and things like that, too. So, Jay, I'm I'm, going to ask you this, and, you know, and to me, I think our whole being of who we are together is going to hinge on your answer to this. So I'm going to ask you this, and I'm super serious when I do. What is your favorite decade of music? <laughs> oh, that's so loaded. <laughs> My favorite. That is I so know. loaded. I know. I know. <laughs> Let me tell you what my top three favorite albums are. Uh Uh-oh. This is at the highlight of I love songwriting and I love what these people are teaching me about songwriting. Mm -hmm. The first one is Voyage to India by India Ari. All right. Amen. Amen. (laughs) That entire album. I never knew that I could love an album so much. 
I never knew that I could love myself like that and have this acoustic sounding beautiful woman just sing to my heart and nourish my soul, especially at a time when I needed needed it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next album is Brush Fire Fairy Tales by Jack Johnson. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh-huh. I printed out every single lyric from that album. I tried to learn some of the songs. But Jack Johnson in general, he was such a lyricist. He uses a lot of words, but he makes you think outside of the box and writes these beautiful love songs uh, that feel so authentic and so happy and real. And so that's, that's the reason why I feel like my, my genre is so wide is because I listen to all these different kinds of artists. And then my third, yes, my third album is, and I'm sure you've heard this before, but it is definitely Lauryn Hill's Miseducation, Um, Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Yes, that album, actually, Not Every Dream is Jaded, is a reflection of that album, for me anyway. I wanted this mm. to be my miseducation of Jade DeFrancia album because it has that level of level of soul, level of production, level of excitement. And that album, I remember just learning a bunch of the songs on the album and it just, it just felt so right and felt so like me. Wow. So how did I do? Uh, listen, you did great, but also you didn't pick a decade. You didn't say it was the 80s. You didn't say- <laughs> you, didn't- <laughs> you didn't say that, Stop. but that's okay, though. That's okay. That you know why, Jay? I'm- I know, I know. <laughs> but you know Those what? Those are all 2000s, but I grew, up in the ni- I, I, I grew up on 90s music, and I feel like it. It, it, it's reflected in my songwriting, but I would say 2000s, okay. 90s, 2000s. Can I pick two? <laughs> only, only you can pick two. It's, yeah, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Okay. It's all good. 90s and 2000s. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I have this. I have this. Uh, uh, I have this. Uh, I guess you could say I have this real passion for 80s music for this reason. That's when everything was all different. Like, you could mm. fit in anywhere. You could fit in hip-hop. You could fit in rock. You could fit in whatever it was. You could, Oh, oh, and let's not just go and, and see. I'm, you, you got me talking right now. See, I love – you go back to – Jay, you go back to any soundtrack in any of that any of that decade, you know, movie soundtracks, that was the soundtrack to our lives. If you put on whatever, whatever your favorite you, – Goonies – Cindy Lauper, you had, you had, you just had hits on hits on hits, and it was tied to movies. So you know, it's always gonna bring back a lot of memories when you have that stuff too. So you know, I got to throw '80s in there as a little shout out, though. That's all. That's all. I'm just saying. Just. Saying. I love that. Can I add some perspective to that? Absolutely. So, yeah. So I was born in 1990, and mind you, I grew up on Vietnamese music. Now, my mm-hmm. grandparents and my parents didn't know much English music, so I wasn't exposed to the amazingness of the 80s. But luckily, my husband, he was 
1977. He's okay. the one who's exposing me to all the 80s and the 70s. Hey. And just like, just like you have so much passion for it, he does too. So I'm definitely getting schooled now. But growing up, I had to, I had to listen to whatever, you know, my grandparents, my parents were listening to. And it, and it was primarily Vietnamese music. I grew up listening to a lot of Vietnamese music. Right, right. Yeah, and, and, mm-hmm. and just, and I, and I love the fact that you're still finding out more things about just the culture of music, right? Like, you know, you, you're so diverse in how you go about it, like not just from your upbringing to, you know, how you feel now. Like you said, you're attached to the 90s and 2000s for specific reasons, but you're still getting to know other decades of other music and things like that too, and you're keeping an open ear and an open mind to what you do and that's dope and not too many people are going to say that they're just fixated again let's go back to sometimes social media tunnel vision a lot of people are always caught up in what they're caught up and they don't take the time out to be able to kind of sit back and reflect so um one question i have for you in regards to just that just reflecting on certain things as far as accomplishments um What's in store for Jade right now? Is there more music on the horizon? Is there what's in the works for you right now? Yeah, to go back to your last note, I dabbled in a tribute band. Uh, it was a '90s alternative rock tribute band, and it was pet- it was so scary because although <laughs> everyone else and their mama knows all of these songs, they were all brand yeah. new to me. In the sense that, yes, I can recognize them because they, they were on, you know, 96.5 or whatever the case was. But of course. having to learn four hours worth of music, <laughs> I mean, like, tons and tons of freaking songs. Uh, and it really brought out this rocker edge, this alternative rock edge to me. And I had so much appreciation all of a sudden for 80s and 90s pop rock. Um, and, and what they were singing about at the time, we had Gwen Stefani and Christina Aguilera mm-hmm. and, um, Cindy Lauper and just like a bunch of these incredible, um, songwriters and singers. And right. it brought out this acoustic version of what is my next album titled Rearview Mirror. I told you that I wrote, I write a lot on my guitar and I hadn't written on my guitar for a while. So I decided to do a challenge with me and my best friend. We put together each 10 song ideas and we spun it every single Sunday. And it was for six weeks. You had one week to write a full song and demo it. And you could, you, you had to write it, everything about it, the whole song as well as the instrumental by yourself. And so we did wow. that, and uh, every single week, I mean, we spun that wheel, and it literally was a mirror of what was happening in our lives at that moment. We were both ha- miserable and hating our jobs. <laughs> 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 yes, <What>? completely. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So the next album is titled Rearview Mirror. I wrote every single song on my guitar and I have live musicians for every single instrument on the album. And I, I executive produced 
slash produce all of the artists, all of the instrumentalists. And it is an alternative rock album, but it still feels very much like me because I wrote on my guitar for such a long time. And this is what it sounds like when the guitar, the bass, the drums, the keys all come together um, in, in real life form. So I'm very excited and happy about this album. Oh, I can hear that passion coming out of your voice right now, Jay. So listen, I can't wait. But before you give the, the public, you know, like an ETA on when that's going to go down, I need everybody to go. And this is my girl, Jay DeFrancia, a.k.a. Jay, the songwriter. And I got a new a.k.a. for you, a.k.a. the Jade of all trades. So I need everybody <laughs> out there. Make sure y'all go ahead and hit that website, though jdefrancia.com the website has everything make sure y'all go check it out from upcoming shows you know certain things and the streaming y'all i need y'all to go tap in to do that and do it now and make sure y'all go ahead and not just stream go buy too you can still do that that's still a thing go and support it so i need y'all out there to do that so rearview mirror is coming out when i'm going to release one track on february 25th which is the date that I got hired for this job. Hey, and then I'm, okay. Right? And then I'm going to release the album. I'll release a few singles, I believe, and then I'll release the album on June 28th, which is the day that I got let go, of the, let go of the job because I told them I was going to look for other opportunities and they ended up letting me go because of that. And so, mm -hmm. and it's also the date, the time of my birth. So I was like, well, God, if there was a sign that it was meant to happen, it would be that you would make it on the time of my birth. And so 628 is when the album drops. 225 is the date that a single drops. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. I need, I need that in my life. I need that in my life. So in the meantime, I'm definitely purging your catalog. So Jade is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. Jade does not know this because I'm actually letting her know this for the very first time. So I have purged your, your catalog. I have supported it. I have gone on um, Apple. Um, I have uh, downloaded it. I have did what DJs do or have done since the beginning. I can remember a DJ being a DJ. So what I'm doing every Friday from noon to 1 o'clock West Coast time, I am blocking out an hour of all Jade music every Friday on Next Legacy Radio for the rest of the year. So every Friday, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m., it's all Jade, an hour of Jade, and her ongoing legacy right here on the radio station because that's what we do. We got to make sure that we put it in the people's heads, in their hearts, and their in their souls that this woman needs to be on rotation, not just my station. I need everybody out there who has radio influence to just go and make sure y'all go check her catalog out and go support it. Not just my station, but everybody. So that's my gift to you, Jay, and amongst other gifts that we will be giving to each other moving forward in our journey together. So how about that, Jay? Jade has an hour every Friday you. moving forward. That's a really good hour, too. That's lunchtime hour. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what, okay, that's what it you. is. Thank you. Thank you. That is so, so dope. 
listen, it's it's all about promoting. It's all about building and growing your brand. It's all about things that, you know, we have. And, and, and one final question I'm going to ask is this, you know, with all the things that you have been going on since five years old, since you can remember singing to writing at the age of eight, to just being in the, in the spiritual plane that you are in right now, Tell the listeners how important it is to just be able to have a small circle of people who are just supporting you organically with no conditions. How does that feel? It's so vital because all you need is one. When you're down, all you need is one person to listen to you, understand you, and to help you get your shit together. Right. You just need one person in the room whenever you're on stage to vibe with you, and you'll be you'll be amazing. But you just got to tap into one. And so having a small circle is better than having a huge list of acquaintances. I know that as a fact. I've been to 11 different schools and 13 different cities, and, you know, they come and they go. But I'm a very loyal person. And I take my relationships very seriously. So hold on to your few. And you only really have time for a few anyway. No one's trying to, you know, spend time with a gazillion people and scatter yourself, your energies. So just invest in the few who really, who really support you. And that is so important on any of the journeys that you take through life. And I'm not just talking about building a business or growing a brand or, you know, I'm talking about family. I'm talking about just, you know, the overall essence of who you want to be and what you want to leave for the next generation of people. Because, you know, I say this about myself in the station, Jay, but I'm also going to put you in that same category when it comes to the music and the catalog that you're continuing to build. It's not about you anymore, Jay. It's about the gift that you give to other people now that's going to be influenced by you 50 years from now or a hundred years from now, based on this effort that you're putting forward. And I, and I really and truly mean that every song that you drop, Jay, every effort that you put prior to you dropping a song for the public is all that, all that sweat, all that tears, all that learning about yourself as you go through and try to be your best creative self. It's all about, it's all about paying it forward. And this is the, this is an opportunity that I feel like we can be able to give back to the people out there who's listening, right? Who can be inspired by this, who wants to be their own best selves and take it to another level where they can be able to feel it, um, put it into action and try to be able to figure it out as we're all trying to figure it out. And it's going to, it's going to take a minute. It's not going to happen overnight. It might take a day, a year, two years, five years, 10 years. You never know, but you've already created footprints in the sand, Jade, and I really and truly want to see it manifest into something bigger than that. So, you know, we got work to do, and I really and truly appreciate the growth that I'm seeing right now. What's, what's in store? Thank you. Can I, say, can I say one thing? Absolutely. I remember one day I was feeling like shit, like just complete shit. I had a show mm-hmm. and I couldn't sell any tickets and I was like, what, why not? And I just remember calling up my producer and telling him like, I just wanted, I just wanted to stop doing whatever I was doing. And he was like, Jade, look how far you come in a year. You released an album, you know, yep. you come here eight times 
every single song sounds amazing. Look how far you've come in a year and your artistry. He was like, now imagine what you could do with another year and then another year. And then now you're mm-hmm. five years in, putting in this much effort. Like, do you know how far you would get? And I just yep. started thinking of time so differently. But on top of that, he said another thing, which was, because I was also, you know, financially, I was like, how, how do people do this? And he was <laughs> like, Jay, how much, how much is your dream worth to you? How much, how much would you pay for your dream to happen? And I was like, $100,000 I would pay. And he was yeah. like, well, every single time you have to put money towards your music, you, you think about it going towards that 100000 Because it ain't going to come for free. That's it ain't right. going to come for free. So you might as well think about it in a much larger aspect because the things that you want, if they're going to be really good, they're going to cost you a good penny because you want to work with the best and not waste your time. <laughs> right. Right so, you know it. I appreciate you. Sand, footprints in the sand, Jay. That's what it is, and I feel like you know it's it's all leading up to this moment. And in those days that you you know what, fuck, I feel like shit. This is not the this is not the way I thought it was gonna wind up being. Trust me, sixteen years in this radio business, I done ran into so many different steps, different months, different even years of self doubt or anything else. But you know what? Uh, there's a little confidence that I have in myself, and I'm like, you know what? Hey, I'm on the bigger and better things. I'm going to just have to flip it a little bit or change my approach a little bit just so I can be able to motivate myself and grind out a little harder. And I think that's, you know, sometimes you got to hype yourself up. You got to be your own hype man or woman. You know what I mean? Like, I think you got to do that in order for you to get that. And if I can have a small circle that is, uh, you know, open and honest about the grind, then that motivates me even more. So that's why it's important to keep your circle small, but also be your own hype man. It's fine. You can do that. I hype myself up. But then I'm around people like you where I get good energy, and I'm like, you know what? I can't be stopped now. Like, I feel like I got Jay, to, I got Jay by my side. What? What? Mm-hmm. It's go time. It's go time. <laughs> Absolutely. The jade, the, jade, the jade of all trades is right here beside me on Next Legacy Radio. I can't be beat. Cannot. Cannot. Can't be beat. We got this. Damn right. Damn right. Jade, I want to. I want you to take the time to give give the people the shout outs. Anybody you want to give a shout out to? The floor is yours. Oh, I want to shout out my husband first and foremost. He is everyone's favorite hype husband. He claims uh-huh. the name. Yes, he's the the biggest hype husband of the century. This guy, he goes everywhere with me. There's all of my photos, my videos. He's my ghost writer whenever I have writer's block. He's my muse. He's my biggest fan. He's the one who believes in me. And every single time I got to spend money on, you know, music, he's like, do it, babe. Do it. You have to. And he trusts me, you know, and he allows me to uh, to network, and he's just my rock. So first and foremost, to my husband. Second is to God, of course. Um, he knows how much I have prayed for everything that's happening in my life right now. I never thought that I prayed for 
for such a long time to, to, to see if my album was ever going to be a real thing. And it's a lot, you know, you're just wondering like, will my voice ever be right? Will I ever find the right producer? Will I ever have enough money? Will I ever be able to execute the vision like I want to, you know, and I can happily say like, I could die today and know that the album is done. And this is, this is God's, this is God's magic that he did in my life. And I know for sure he's real because he made this happen. (laughs) And then... Yes. And then the last the last one is my mom. I'm going to go with my mom. Um, the reason for that is, you know, every single time I have to go to a show, every time I have to go record, whatever the case is, my mom, she always leaves me with this. She goes, if, if, uh, if you're not, if you're not dreaming, then you're not human. And with that, I have so much permission because I have two daughters, you know, she's taking care of my kids. But every single time I have a show, she's like, okay, yeah, I got them, you know. And every single time I have to go record, she's like, no, you have to do this. You're not a, you're not a human unless you're dreaming. You have to dream big. And she gives me so much motivation and so much permission to do what I do. And I just appreciate her for, for giving me, for gifting me that. Um, so, and then... And then I, I do have a big support system um, when it comes to, to all my family and all my friends, my two clan, my, my, my family, um, and all my friends. They are a big part of who comes to every single show and um, who supports me at the end of the day and every decision that I make. So that's it. Hey, the strong team right there. You got family. You got the you got the ride ride or die ones. You got the people out there who really and truly believe in the J franchise. That brand is gonna blow up and be bigger than big. And I'm gonna be right here. Like, look, hey, when you sell out Madison Square Garden or anywhere else or whatever, like, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be that guy. And be like, yo, you know what? Jay hooked me up with an interview in 2023, and it was lit. And I appreciate it. And I'm I'm gonna tell the story of of why I am on Team Jade, always and forever, um, and be proud of it because I'm just I'm just proud of you. And we haven't met yet per se, but we've met in, in such a soul connection that you know it's just like I'm talking to my girl right now that I've, I've been talking to for years on end, right? And I love the vibe. Um, and that's why I can't be stopped. Like stuff like this was meant to happen. It was God's plan. It was God's will. It was that gift. And, and I just want to see it con- continue to manifest. And, um, and as we wrap this up on next legacy radio, not only do I want to continue to see that, like, I need y'all to, you know, peep, peep next legacy radio every Friday, noon to one for the Jade legacy. That's going to be lit with all Jade music. I need y'all to go support her. Hit the website, jadefrancia.com. I need y'all to go tap into her shows, go stream her music, blow up Spotify, hashtag jadefrancia, hashtag jade the songwriter, and, and damn it, hashtag jade the jade of all trades. I needed all of it, all of it. I need all y'all to go support it. For real, like it's it's deeper than that though. It's deeper than that. But Jay, 
I appreciate you. I thank you for allowing me into your world. That means everything to me. Like, you have no idea. And, and like I told you, soul connection. I felt that day one and even before day one became day one. I believe in what you do. I believe in who you are. I believe in where you're going. And I just, I just want to be a part of everything evolving in the right path for you, the family, the music, the brand, the everything. So let's get it, Jay. Let's go. Let's go. I love it. I love it. Woo! It's all love. I need you just as much as you need me, apparently. So I appreciate you so much. Thanks for having me up. I hope everyone just has a has a blast listening to my music. And there's so much more to come. I'm actually writing my fourth album at the moment, although I'm producing my second album. But, you know, I have a lot of music that's ready to go to production as soon as I got the money to do it. So I'm excited. I, I, I wish that um, everyone would just download this app and listen to, you know, Next Legacy, because I did not know all the good energy you were bringing to the world. So I appreciate you for putting me on to your, to your, your vibes specifically you as a person and then of course your radio station i'm gonna be tapped in i'm gonna let all my family and friends know to download next legacy and i just appreciate you and your time and for continuing to water me every single day um with just positive positivity and just a beautiful outlook on where all of my energy and effort is going to go in the future thank you thank you next legacy